0: Well, the truth is you can make shift work work or an office schedule work for you in your life and in your career. Either can lead to great financial benefit for you and your family and fulfilling clinical work that you feel great about doing. Welcome to The PA Is In, the show created by PAs for PAs, where codependency with your supervising physician is a thing of the past, optimal team practice is the future, and physician associate has taken the place of physician assistant as the professional title of choice. I'm Tracy Bingaman, and I'm obsessed with redefining what success as a PA looks like and what it feels like. Here you'll find the mindset shifts, systems, and processes I use to escape healthcare burnout and integrate my work into my life. Work-life balance is a myth, and an integrated life where you thrive professionally, not a balancing act, is the goal here. My mission is to help you to grow into a unicorn PA who loves their job, has abundant energy, time to spare, and work-optional financial freedom. The PA is in. If you only take one sheet of paper to your next negotiation, let it be the PA Pay One Sheet. It's a tool designed to walk you through setting up the ideal outcomes, assessing the situation you are negotiating in, and it even includes a reminder of which negotiation skills you can use. Stop what you are doing, download the one sheet, print it out, Fill it out and literally bring it to the table with you when you are negotiating next. It's designed specifically to work in healthcare settings wherever you are. You can use the PA one sheet to get the best deal, the biggest raise, and to help your confidence walking into your next negotiation. Head to www.tracybingaman.com one that's O N E to download your free copy of the PA pay one sheet and start prepping for your next negotiation today. It's linked in the show notes, but in case you missed it, it's at www.tracybinghaman.com/one. Recently, I was speaking to PA students, speaking to a group of students that were both first and second year graduate students. Some of them were about to graduate and enter the world as fully grown PAs, and some were about to step out of the classroom and into clinical rotations. Each student was thinking about what was next, whether heading out to roll up their sleeves for rotations or choosing their first job as a new graduate PA. During the question and answer portion of the presentation where I shared about burnout and boundaries, one of the students raised the question of shift work versus a clinical position with quote unquote normal office hours as a first job. She asked whether I thought that burnout was more likely for shifts or clinic work in an office setting. Interestingly, During my presentation, the program director of the PA program where I was speaking was there. I shared my opinion that based on my experience with burnout, I thought specifically an inpatient position that was salaried, so sort of normal business hours, but without discrete shifts or relief was most likely to lead to burnout. And I disclosed that I thought that was definitely skewed by my experience and the job where I was working when I burned out. The program director's background was in primary care, and she shared that she thought outpatient family practice was most likely to lead to burnout. We shared a chuckle and acknowledged that our perspectives were both skewed by our own personal experience with setting, shifts, schedules, and our own experiences with burnout. Like many clinicians, this is a decision that I have grappled with at various turns and twists and turns during my career. So I'm eager to talk about the pros and cons of shifts versus office hours today on the PA is in. It has certainly sparked a healthy debate and conversation within that presentation with that program director and her students. So let's bring that debate into today's show we're going to chat about the pros and cons of each type of practice setting and how to determine what's best for you, your life and career based on the season that you are currently in. So without further ado, here we go. First, let's chat pros and cons. In my experience, I have worked outpatient only in the setting that I'm currently in. I've worked in a mix of in and outpatient and general surgery. I've worked in an inpatient only, with a mix of OR and inpatient rounds working in urology, the one thing that I will say is I haven't had a full-time position that is exclusively shifts. I have had a per diem position where I worked 12s on the weekends covering a surgical service when I was working to save money to cover my maternity leave way back in the day for my kiddo who is now eight currently. But still, I feel like I have enough experience and have been adjacent to people working shifts that I can help to shed some light on the pros and cons of shifts versus regular office hours. So they both have advantages and they both have disadvantages. So first let's tackle shift work. The major advantage of shift work, even in high acuity settings, which often lend themselves to have shifts for scheduling, is that you can often leave work at work. Take an emergency room or a trauma service, for example. At the end of your shift, someone else comes on shift. That new person is covering. There is no pager, no call, oftentimes no phone calls. And once your charting is done for the day, you log off and you're off. You can, with appropriate boundaries and coping mechanisms, turn off your brain. Take a deep breath, not worry, and leave work at work. This often translates into the ability to decompress, rest, and recharge when you are quite literally off the clock. However, the biggest con of shift work can be the high acuity setting and the fact that there always seems to be shifts to pick up. Working in the ER, there is often a text chain asking for coverage for certain dates. So if you are trying to relax in your off time and those texts come in, it can interrupt your resting mojo and make you feel Guilty and pressured into saying yes to something that you'd rather say no to and to give up your plans to go in to work. The other thing that can be seen as a con in the setting is the high acuity and sometimes strange middle or night shifts. Oftentimes these positions have a night shift component whether there's a person who normally covers nights or people float to nights or sometimes the night shift person leaves and they have to go you know, you have to change your days to nights. Things that have shifts oftentimes have sort of off hours coverage that occasionally could fall to you. If that works for your schedule, great. Um, If not, sometimes they're required anyway, or even if when you're hired, they aren't part of the requirement, things can shift and the hospital never closes, obviously. So Sometimes those things sort of crop up and need to be addressed, and sometimes that means day shifters pivot and cover night shifts. I think this requires a little bit more flexibility on the part of the employees, um, and it depends on the group, obviously. Now, office hours. The big advantage of working in an office with, air quotes here, normal business hours, is that it is normal and consistent, but the air quotes are there because they don't always fall within normal business hours. The thing that's great about this is predictability. If you're set up to work in a clinic or an office and you have patients from 8.30 to 4.30 Monday through Thursday, it lends itself to a sense of predictability and consistency for your schedule. The con in this type of clinic work is that it often follows you home your schedule and the restriction that comes with appointments at specifically scheduled times is that you can get behind on charting over the years in healthcare the charting demands and the electronic health records have increased this burden of documentation leading itself to this syndrome of death by a thousand clicks the charting burden isn't exclusive to outpatient or office-based settings but it does cause those with predetermined appointments and specific duration of appointment slots to be more likely to end up bringing work home in the evenings. Now, I do think this can be addressed with appropriate templates, with charting efficiency, and with making sure that you are not overscheduled in terms of patients per day based on your specialty, your setting, and your ability to take care of those patients spend time seeing and examining them, and charting within a reasonable time, hopefully ideally during the day. A big pro of the office is that offices tend to observe more holiday closures, and this can be a big benefit for your life and your schedule if the things in your life outside of work run on a Monday through Friday schedule, or if you have others in your life with weekends and holidays that are off. So if you have school-aged kids, an office-based position might be great for you because when their school is closed, if your office is closed, you don't have to take a designated paid time off day in order to cover childcare or be home or be able to hang with them. One other con of office-based clinical practice is that if your clinic books out weeks to months in advance – is that if you are sick or one of your family members are sick sick and you have short notice for illness or paid time off conferences or vacations, it can cause a scheduling snafu and make a headache for you seeing those patients or playing catch-up on the back end. There's also this burden of following up on lab work and in-basket results for patients that you've been seeing. The best outpatient positions have designated administrative time or the ability for you to get caught up on reviewing those results throughout the day at blocked appointments or in a separate time frame. One of my very favorite things about being a podcaster is crossing paths with other incredible podcasters. If you love this show, especially when I share about my experience with healthcare burnout and recovery, you're going to want to check out the podcast, Burnout, What I've Learned So Far. Hosted by my friend Meg Letty. Meg is a former CT surgery PA turned advocate for healthcare provider wellness. Turn in to hear how she recovered from burnout and integrated well being into her life to create a life of dreams, not nightmares. Add Burnout, What I Have Learned So Far with Meg Letty to your podcast queue to start your journey to wellness and healing today. No matter what your specialty is, if you're trying to choose a practice setting, if you're debating between shift work and office hours, there is one major thing to consider when you're thinking, what's best for me? Would shifts work well or would office schedule work well? It is your whole life. I bet you thought I was going to say time or money, right? Well, the truth is you can make shift work work or an office schedule work for you in your life and in your career. Either can lead to great financial benefit for you and your family and fulfilling clinical work that you feel great about doing. But in my experience, it's what fits into your life during this season that is the most important. So before I had kids, before I burned out, I loved working late. There was nothing more exciting to me clinically than an unstable patient with free air and a bowel perforation. Seriously, sign me up for middle-of-the-night laparotomies, running the small bowel, looking for that hole or obstruction that is causing a person to be hypotensive as their body responded to that insult inside of their abdomen. I thrived on that pager, and I loved the thrill of heading to the hospital in the wee hours of the morning. Those days, before we had our little ones, challenged me clinically, and I learned so much during that time. They stretched me professionally, and they also stretched me personally. They made me realize that middle of the night was exciting, but maybe not something that I wanted to do for the whole duration of my career. I certainly loved that aspect of my general surgery position back in the day, and I can still feel the excitement of that pager going off in the middle of the night and not knowing what I was going to see and how I was going to be challenged when I got to the hospital. Now that I've settled into an office with regular office hours, I can see the benefits of a consistent schedule. When my kids have no school, our office is often closed for certain federal holidays. I can close my office well in advance to make sure I'm available during school break or for the Halloween parade or parent-teacher conferences and teacher workshops. For me, I've really enjoyed the shift. But I would note that I had about six months of decompression from my inpatient melee and hectic schedule to settle into consistency and the sort of normalcy of office hours and a clinic where I don't see acute visits and all of my patients are ambulatory and mobile and relatively healthy and seeing me elective in an outpatient setting. It is a totally different world and I had to decompress from that adrenaline junkie in me to sort of settle into my current role in an office-based practice. It really, truly depends for you on what you need during the season of life that you are in. So here are a couple of questions to get those wheels turning if you're still thinking, I'm not sure which is best. What does your schedule look like outside of work? How much time are you able to spend with those that you love in your life? Are you in a season where you have significant family and time demands outside of work? What are your career goals? What next move is going to help you move closer to those goals? So if you're still not sure, if you've heard all of this and you're thinking, Tracy, that sounds pretty cut and dry, but I'm still not sure what's next for me, here it comes. You can try both. What have you done in the past and how has it felt? If this will be your first position after graduation, think back to rotations. Which worked better for you, office or shifts? Which felt more natural and to work better with the rhythm of your life during school? Is what you were doing in school and the rhythm of your life in school going to translate to what you want your life to look like and feel like now that you've graduated? I can personally remember the ER, my emergency room rotation, as a student. We had what I think is an atrocious schedule, which may be true for ER providers now, but it was terrible to me. We had swing shifts. We had days and nights and middle shifts with not days in between to like sleep. (laughs) and to reset and to go from days to nights. If there's something that you should know about me, it is that I love sleep. I am a much nicer person when I have had a great night of sleep. On this irritation, I was upside down. I didn't know if it was day or if it was night. I didn't know if I was coming or going. I was exhausted. And to be totally honest, it was one of my first rotations of P2 year of my second clinical year. And I was absolutely overwhelmed by the fact that I was suddenly taking care of patients. I had no clinical gestalt gestalt. I had no idea who was sick as shit, who was septic. I couldn't tell you from looking at the doorway of a patient's room if they were really ill or if they were there for a refill of their psych meds and they didn't have a primary care provider. The ER rotation was the one rotation that I was so unbelievably exhausted. I can remember calling my mom sobbing from the driveway of this rental that I lived in in PA school. I couldn't even get myself to go in the house. And I was crying and I was telling her, mom, I don't think I can make it. I don't think I'm going to be a PA. I tried real hard. I gave it a good college try. I just don't think it's for me. This is, it's been a good run. And my mom said, Trace, (laughs) she actually probably said, kiddo, I think that you need to take a nap. Because she knew that if I got some sleep, that it would seem better in the morning or the evening or whatever time of day it was, and then I would be able to handle what was coming at me. My friend and virtual assistant, Sarah, um, she works shifts, specifically night shifts in the ICU, (laughs) which is terrifying to me because I've never done the ICU and I love to sleep at night. For her family, this works great. That schedule would be truly terrible for me, but each person has a different life and schedule and responsibilities outside of work. Someday I hope to have Sarah on the podcast. Sarah, if you are listening, come and be my guest um, so that she could share all about how this schedule specifically works for her family and how that has let her to thrive based on her responsibilities outside of work. I truly think there is not a right or wrong answer. Office works well for some people during some seasons. Shifts work well for some people during other seasons. The same could be true of inpatient and outpatient acuity and different settings and different specialties. I don't think that you can get this wrong. I think the way that you can mess this up is to not see that maybe what you've been doing isn't working so well. So if you feel like the schedule has really been butting heads and conflicting with the way that you are trying to live your life outside of work, maybe it's time to make a shift. And sometimes you don't even need to change practices to make a shift. Sometimes you can switch your schedule around within your current practice setting, group, or department. I hope this episode has helped you to get those wheels turning, and helped you to decide what would be the next best choice for you, office or shift work, in your career and in your life. Remember, the next move can help you to reach your career goals, personal achievements, and it can help you to have the time and energy so that you can dedicate to both work and life. That's all for today. This PA is out. Congratulations, you've just joined an awesome club By listening to a full episode of The PA is In, you are officially on the Unicorn PA team. Welcome aboard. What most team members do is they subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episode of the show. The life of your dreams exists on the other side of taking action. Keep making small shifts and keep getting better. Your life will improve, your career will soar, and you will have the confidence you need to create your own success. I will see you in the next episode. This PA is out.